0: Hello, everybody. My name is Leo Cornelius. I'm today's host of Dispelling the Trilemma. So, what is the trilemma of blockchain? The trilemma of blockchain is a concept introduced by Vitek Buterin, the founder of Ethereum, a smart, a decentralized smart contracts platform, that states that you can a blockchain cryptocurrency can choose at most two of the following attributes. The attributes available are scalability, decentralisation, and security. The blockchain trilemma states that a blockchain can have at most two of these, although most only have one, some, none. Take Bitcoin, for example. It claims to be decentralised and secure. It is certainly not scalable. However, many people have questioned the true decentralisation of Bitcoin, due to the large mining pools that hold a large majority of the hash rate. Bitcoin security depends on provable cryptographic functions such as signatures and hashing. Bitcoin uses double SHA-256. This is basically just the SHA-256 hashing algorithm twice. It uses the EC-DSA um, cryptographic signature scheme to create digital signatures that can be verified without the secret key. If either of these cryptographic functions was broken, for example, in the case of the hashing algorithm, if someone could find, with high probability, the ability to create uh, the same hash for different data, blockchain, any blockchain that uses that function would, would no longer function. If someone was to break the uh, ECDSA signing scheme, however, there would be much greater consequences. The internet would grind to a halt. There would be no form of security in the form of HTTPS, as anyone would be able to forge a signature that could be validated um, and would give a false positive without owning the secret key. This would mean people would potentially be able to steal trillions from bank accounts, let alone the privacy implications of being um, unable to securely encrypt data. Now for the third and final attribute, scalability. When talking about scalability, you can either talk about horizontal or vertical scalability. In horizontal scalability... You focus on adding more nodes or computers running the Bitcoin software to the network and increasing the speed. When talking about vertical scalability, you are talking about the ability to make the node software or the node's hardware themselves better. When talking about distributed uh, technologies such as Bitcoin or blockchain, you are referring to horizontal scalability as opposed to vertical scalability. This means, when you are focusing on making a coin scalable, you are trying to make it so the more nodes there are, or the more miners, or the more validators of whatever form that may be, are added to the network, the faster it can compute. No Bitcoin-based or proof-of-work-based network can currently achieve this due to the fact that the hashing is done asynchronously. Everyone independently tries to find a nonce or a random number, well, not random, but um, for this sake, let's just say a random number, that makes the resultant hash of the hashing function fulfil the difficulty criteria. We'll go over this in more detail in a dedicated episode to Proof of Work. However, difficulty is basically the number of zeros that a hash must have at the beginning of, of its attach for it to be accepted. Every 10 minutes you have to restart. Every miner does this independently other than in the case of pools but obviously the pools can be seen as giant miners in that sense that are all working independently anyway. This means if you have a million nodes or miners or you have a hundred nodes, neither one is going to be well actually the 100 nodes are going to be faster because once you get to a million nodes it's much slower imagine trying to propagate a block across a million nodes it's going to take potentially the upwards of 40 minutes meaning chain forks are going to be inevitable and plentiful we will go over chain forks and non-malicious or buyers of time, um, blockchain forks and reorganisations in another episode so don't worry about that at the moment So here we have three potential attributes of the blockchain, allegedly only two of which can be chosen and sometimes none of which are actually achieved. In future episodes we're going to look at coins that aim to achieve all three and whether or not they truly do and their advantages and disadvantages as well as going over the core protocol. In the next episode, we're going to discuss Bitcoin's proof-of-work scheme. We're then going to go on to discuss the provable Byzantine Fault Tolerance System, or PBFT, that plays a crucial role in the birth of every cryptocurrency currently in existence. Thank you for listening. See you next time.